Okay, good evening everybody. So, we're actually going to learn tonight about really how we come to love and, and deal with almost everybody in the best possible way. So the tenth meet, there's all there's three short midas we're gonna to do tonight. I may do a fourth, but probably not. The tenth mida is Titen MS Lyakov. Give truth to uh, Yaakov. So actually the, the Orachim Kadesh brings down that Yaakov, the Pasik says, the says, uh, so Yaakov says the Orachayim HaKadosh is um, the regular Am Hamon Am, right? We all, and Yisrael, Yaakov is the Hamon Am, and Yisrael is the Tzadikim, the righteous, the people who go out of their way. Now, we typically are taught in school that Yaakov uh, is like the base Yaakov or the girls and Dabra al-Bnei Yisrael, the men, and that's what Rashi brings down. Uh, there's a truth to that, but the Orchayim points out that very often Yaakov is in reference to the average Jew and Yisrael is in reference to the Tzaddik. And that, in this case, that's how the Tamar Devara uh, will live shortly before the Orchayim is referring to Yaakov. This midah belongs of Titan Emes of Yaakov points actually to the Mila of the average Jew. Why? Now remember, he's talking to a population of Shemir Torah Mitzvahs. And it's about Bainim. Bainim are, you know, the middle of the road. They don't know, or they're not capable, or they don't, Go mitlifnei mishuras hadin, which means to say um, um, that they just go along um, with the, the the general basic understanding of how we deal with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Um, but not more. We don't. There's not. A, there's not a. There's not a more. There's not a greater uh, amount of of that. And so for those people. It's really, uh, it, it's really that, 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 that Hashem deals with it in a certain way. In other words, they only do what uh, they have to do or what they understand, and they don't push themselves more. Heim Nikram Yaakov. They're called Yaakov. Why? They only conduct themselves with strictly true. If it's not that they don't exert or push themselves more. Gama Kashbarko does MS. Now it's an interesting thing that how Hashem will deal with MS. Listen to the language of the Ramak. Shu outside Mitsias Hamishpat that he acts with them on the side of justice and in like Yashras means like correctness. the Elohim Misnagim Ba'ilim Biyoshar. These people who only go exactly Yeshua, they do exactly what they have to, and not more. Hashem will deal with them with Yeshua. Kash Baruch Hu be'emes. Merachem alehem outside ha'yoyitsher v'hamishva. Hashem will have mercy on them on the side of Yeshua 
on correctness and justice. Now that seems to be a stira, a contradiction. Usually, rachamim is a covering up. Compassion is when you look beyond mishpat. Compassion is when you look beyond strict justice. So what does it mean that HaRakadosh Baruch Hu will deal with them B'yoyshir of Mishpat. So, um, I, many of the Sfarim discuss this, and they say the following thing. We know that in the beginning of time, in the beginning of time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world with strict din, with judgment. And Hashem saw the world could not handle this judgment. So what did Hashem do? He then added in Rachamim into the world. <coughs> the, 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 it ended out at Rachamim. And the world today is um, judged between Rachamim and Mishpat. And that actually is Emes. The, we, the, the, the truth of the world today, how Hashem deals with the world in truth, is uh, the, uh, is a is a mixture is a synthesis of mishpat of strict justice as well as rachamim compassion. Actually, Rabbi Matzal Salman in his, in his work on Torah the Torah says when we should write the lisnag v'midas hadin b'liha rachamim ain't ze emes el shaker that a person who only wants to be strictly speaking everything by the, the letter of the law. And I'm following everything, but that doesn't the letter of law, and there's no compassion with people, situations. Um, that is not emes. It's an emes. It's a sheker. Why? In our world, the din is b'tziruf rachamim um, together. It's tiferes or emes, right? That's the, the midah of Yaakov. And he actually brings a, 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 a famous. Story which I actually just heard recently when the when the senior rabbi of Chicago said this as well. I've heard it a couple other times. A famous story with the mashkiach of the Mir Yeshiva, Rabbi Ruchalovitz, who gave an example of this. Rabbi Ruchalovitz told the following story: um, There was once somebody in Lita who was running away from people who wanted to murder him, and he he went into a philosopher's house and he hid under the bed. This philosopher uh, had a had a shita, had an ideology that he was he could never tell a lie. Even before George Washington, he this person could not tell a lie, um, and not only even with this, he didn't want to even um, like you know have any not truth at all in a statement. And so what happens? This guy's running for murderers. He hid under the philosopher's bed. The murderers knock on the door and come into the house. And they ask him, did you see so-and-so? And this philosopher can't tell a lie. And this guy who's running from these murderers is hiding under his bed. And so he says, yes, I did see him because he doesn't want to tell a lie. And they say, well, where is he? He, 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 he tells them, um, he's under the bed. And he, this philosopher can feel uh, like he's telling the truth. Frecht Rabbi Rucham asked the great Mashkirch of the Mirror Remember, Rucham passed away in 1936. He was actually my one of my great Rabbi, Rabbi Zelig Epstein's Rabbi, who, who married me off. Uh, he passed away literally in 1936. So Rucham says, Is this philosopher who tells where 
this person telling the truth is? No, he's not, a t- he's not telling the truth. He's a murderer. It means if you think that MS is to say where something is and damage a person, that, that's, that, that's actually um, a, a murderer uh, and not a person MS. MS really brings in compassion as well. I, I once saw this, this, this is a very narrow bridge. I'm not going to get totally into this definition of MS, but the Mepharshim also comment, the Gemara says that, uh, Basila says, when you see a kala na, you see a kala, a, a young bride, you should say to the chasen, or the husband, how beautiful she is. In fact, the Gemara asks the Gemara, what if she's not so beautiful? You should still say she's a kala na of the chasudah. You know why? Because to this chas, to this chasen, he married her. He in her is in his eyes, in his eyes, she's beautiful. That is MS. Means if you look at her and you don't find her beautiful, but this guy does, there's an MS to that. And that what does that mean? It's MS because in our world we live in a we live in a synthesis between strict judgment and rachamim. And if this person finds something that's beautiful, you should be able to look at it as beautiful as well. That that comes from the synthesis. He doesn't you know, this is a, say this. So how does Hashem deal with a person who, in their own mind, they're, they're small, they're not big people. They're Yaakov people. They're not Yisrael people. And the way they deal with the world is in their level of truth. Hashem, in His chesed, deals with them in, in truth. And truth is a level of rachman. You hear this? It's an amazing thing. They deal with the Torah in their own mind, which, you know, not more than they have to do. And Hashem's emes is to deal with the, such people even with a level of compassion because that's the true emes. That's the true emes is to deal with that. So too, gam ken ha'odam, tzarech lehesnag imchaveiro atzarayosh for emes. We too have to deal with our friends with much of us. Without veering uh, 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 um, from the justice and to be give him rachamim be emes. That Hashem has mercy on the benanim, on the average yid, on the average yankel and sarah to have mercy on them. So we're dealing with people. They're not the pious. They're not the people who go out of the way. They're just people we deal with in the world. Emes really is, Emes really is, is to have a level of rachamim. Even the people, you know, they don't go out of the way for you or for anywhere else. They just do what they have to. Um, you know, great people, by the way, don't look uh, at whether you came to my wedding or bar mitzvah or, or kiddush or you invited me or you did this, right? They're Emes is to be like Hashem, and they look to do more, right? There's a feeling of rachamim. It's not a tit-for-tat world, because Hashem doesn't deal with us tit-for-tat. He doesn't say, well, we don't go out of the way. We just do exactly what we have to, and to the bare minimum, so I'll do the bare minimum with them. No, there's a, Hashem's MS has this level of compassion, has this level of, 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 of mercy, and it's not strict justice. That is the true MS in the world that we live in, and that's how Hashem deals with us, and our aspiration should be to deal with every single Jew in this way. As, as any, every single average Jew, the average person you'll meet in Shul, 
the average person you'll deal with is the next midah um, after Titan Emes Liakov is a different midah, and that is Chesed Avram. Oh, kindness to Avram. Says the Ramak, Hema Mesnagim Bo'olim Lifnei Meshuras Hadin. There are those who go beyond the letter of the law. They're not just looking at Yiddishkeit as a checklist. They're not just doing the bare minimum. A Yid that goes out of their way. This is super important. If you want a Kaddish Baruch Hu's bracha in this world, the person should always exert themselves. Right? If you're in any company in the world, if you, in, 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 and I'm not talking about in the world that the woke world wants to create, a, <laughs> there's no merit, there's no... <laughs> if you put yourself out, if you exert yourself, you make efforts, you're appreciated, people will give, it's command punim al punim. There is a level of, you, you give and you're getting at the same time. Hashem, when he sees Yidin, Jews, who are doing more than Meshur HaSadin, more than the boundaries of their obligation, Hashem goes beyond, above and beyond for them. It doesn't exact from the folks in this din. Even the not even the emes that we mentioned. There's there's a level of you know favoritism almost for such people. Just like they do. Right, you know, it's, there's a certain feeling that you're the type of person who goes out of the way. So too, Hakadosh Baruch Hu will go out of the way for such a per- person. He'll, there'll be a special rachamim mercy. This is talking about Jews who live a hecher, live a higher life. Like they look, this is the level of chesed of Ramoras or Achaim. Hakadosh will call them. They're the, the Yisrael. They're not the Yaakov. The Hakadosh Baruch Hu misnam bechesed im oisam kamo Avraham. They're like the Avraham. They're the people who go out and do uh, like Avraham left the bounds of his chesed. He could have said the following thing: I can't have guests. I'm 99 years old. <laughs> I just had a bris. I'm exempt. The Torah exempts me. No, he looked to do. More. He wasn't looking, I can get out of this. I don't have to do this. He was looking to do more. Well, such the Hashem deals with people like that in a way where he gives them more. Gam ha'adam. So too, you and I. If you see... Um, well, actually, A yid, a Jew wants to live a divine life. A Jew wants to... Um, we should teach, treat every simple Jew with tzedek v'yoyesher of a meshpat, right? With righteous, correct, and just, as we mentioned, that's the true emes. Imatayvim v'chasidim, good people, righteous people. It should even be uh, greater. You know, I, I once saw the Panovich Rav, Panovich Rosh Hashiva, Panovich for many years was considered the the most. Um, not only the, from the best yeshivas in Israel, if not the best, but the, one of the most difficult yeshivas to get into. So the Panevich Rav um, was known that he was a little bit more, he lowered the standards, so to speak. He made it a little bit easier for two groups. Number one, number one was children 
of um, teachers of you know rebbeim rabbanim in the of the Jewish people, and number two were for people who either monetarily or uh, time wise gave to the yeshiva, and they asked the parnavatroy, why is that fair? Shouldn't they have the exact same test? Shouldn't they have the exact same test as everyone else? The parnavatroy said, no, it's hakaras I learned the Chavetz Chaim taught me the time of the Chavetz Chaim that a yid has to have hakaras hatayv. That means uh, that a Jew, when you see someone, he said uh, the rabbanim, they don't make money, especially in Eretz Yisrael, they can live in poverty. They're giving of their life. They could have went into become whatever a parnasa. They give of themselves to Klal Yisrael. Hakaras hatayv to them is to is to you know, give them uh, uh, extra favoritism. And the people helping the yeshiva, putting time, money, to the yeshiva, it's not a question, it's just a karasatayv. That's really, Hashem says, you're a big person, you know, you'll get more, actually, it's a funny story, someone once went to the Panamachero's son, who became, took him over, and said, his nephew did not get into the yeshiva, I know that you're, your father had a rule. He took people who gave donations. So I want to give $20,000, whatever it was, to the yeshiva. My nephew should get in. So the Panamachal son, Rav said, I've never, I never in my life heard my father or me let anyone in for money. Not sure at all. Say it, say it, say it. He said, what do you mean? I know that, that so-and-so gave a lot of money to yeshiva and his son got in, even though it wasn't the best kid. It was a good kid. It wasn't the best kid. So no, that person gave money to yeshiva, nothing to do with his son getting in. We had a karas to to him, and we, we, we looked favorably at him. You were coming to pay to get your son into, your nephew into yeshiva. That's not a karas That's you're just trying to bribe your way in. In other words, a, a yid who, who's constantly living a life of lefnei mishras haden, whether... They want, they're looking for special things. Now, we don't always know what's best for us, but in theory, whether you want to get married, whether you want to get a job, whether you want to get a career, whatever it may be, you live, a Jew lives on a higher level, Hashem will deal with them on a higher level. They will be prioritized, so to speak. So to we, really, if we see righteous people, you know, good people, we should prioritize a special chesed for them. It doesn't mean not to give other people, you know, we live in, well, everyone has to be the same. It's not true, right? People who do you and I a favor, if we're good people, we'll give, we'll give them more. I, I mean, I think that's normal. Somebody who goes with you, well, I'll make up a case, I'm making this up. Somebody, your person, God forbid, their mother's sick in the hospital for three weeks, and somebody stays with you day and night in the hospital, and three weeks later, or two months later, or two years later, they need a favor, I would hope you would prioritize their needs over somebody else. This person spent weeks in the hospital. Um, they help your child. So people who are righteous, and not just, by the way, righteous as far as Ben Adam Lechavera, between man and his friend, but also righteous for the Jewish people, realize that the tzaddikim, tzaddikamiuses, and don't have to be famous, but the righteous people of the world, they make a better world for all of us. They we they, we should have a karasatayv to them. Right? They spiritually cleanse the world. They spiritually bring bracha to the world. And basic midas hakarasatov, we're beneficiaries, right? Um, 
I'm just looking on, this, on the call right now. I'll pick on Mrs. Brock. Uh, Ms. Brock. So if she would see Ravadi Yosef, I don't know if you ever met Ravadi Yosef, but you definitely benefited. I benefited from Ravadi Yosef. If you see Ravadi Yosef, not just because he was the Galal Hador, would you go ahead and say, I'll, 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 if he needs a favor, I'll prioritize that. Because you benefited from him. Whether you realize it or not, whether I realize it. Because he was, his Torah, his teachings, his presence, he, you know, he took a bullet many times for Klai Yisrael. We, we're greatly missing a tzaddik and a tamachachim that's true now. I can only imagine what he would do if he would see the current situation going on, what's going on. <laughs> uh, you know, that would be a karas If you saw a doctor who helped and saved your spouse's, your friend's life, you would give a karas So the tzaddikim are the greatest spiritual doctors, righteous people. And again, not just the famous Bavadios or Moshe Feinstein of the world. There are people in San Jose, I'm not going to call people, who, who are super righteous, who, who, who people should be have akara satayv to, um, and do it. And there's a level of toivim v'chassidim, if Hashem deals with it, so too we, the Mashar ha'adam, if the average person, we should be savlan ksas, we should be slightly patient, le'elu yoyser v'yoyser, these people even, even more so. With these people whose whole lives are the we should also act like Hashem went to them the Right? It should be precious to a person. If you see a person who uh, lives a higher life, whether it's in chesed, acts of kindness, whether, again, they, they can't, I'm not saying they don't have chesed, they don't have, they don't have, you know, not giving Torah mitzvahs, but whatever it may be, you see people living higher, we should make efforts to treat these better people, people with, you know, to, to have more racham and, and more patience and more understanding. Um, I will, you know, comment that um, I told someone recently, um, somebody I know who is a very prominent person in a certain community, not in California, not in Chicago, um, just kind of lost their position. And this person was a person who went out uh, in, in many ways. Someone said to me, quoted me, because I told them a while back that you know being in the public sphere can be very challenging. Uh, that you can help a lot of people and they can still, I hate to say it, almost not appreciate it, <laughs> backstab you, or, you know, whatever. And I said, but I, so, 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 this just, just, just happened. So I said to somebody, listen, Moshe Rabbeinu, <laughs> Moshe Rabbeinu was the leader of Jewish people and there are people who not just didn't appreciate that they took him out of Egypt, gave him the Torah, you know, gave him the world to come, but they badmouthed him. They had an iron horror to Moshe Rabbeinu, if the greatest person to ever live on this world had that. I mean, whenever I learned, I, I whenever I learned Shmuel, and Shmuel Beis in particular, I think about David HaMelech all the time. I mean, it's remarkable. When David HaMelech is a kid, we are, we are slaves, essentially, to the Plishtim. We have no weapons. We are in, we, we, we were terrorized by them. We were enslaved to them. We paid taxes to them. We were under subjugated to the, the Plishtim. It was David who became the general of Shaul, who would kill Goliath, 
who would be the one who killed the Rivas of the Pushtim, who ultimately defeated the Pushtim, who ultimately gave Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people, their independence, who conquered neighboring kingdoms who were endangering them, who put the base of Migdash on the map, albeit Hashem said his son has to be it. And at the end of his life, they rebel and they kicked David out of power. This is the man who gave the Jewish people everything, right? So we would say, we would never do that to Moshe Rabbeinu or David, especially because of Vicarus, that we can see what happened. But the fact is, and I'm saying this, you know, there are many righteous people who we just do not appreciate in this world. <laughs> we just, we take it for granted, right? There are, and on the contrary, Hashem prioritizes it. doesn't mean it's a denigration of anyone else, but that we have it of people who go out of their way, they are, we should treat them even more patient, even more kind, even better. Certainly, by the way, if somebody helps you, <laughs> that would be, or me, just basic derech eretz to be there. But even if they never help you, we have to, by the way, to love, you know, a good Jew, a tzaddik, a tzaddik, a tamar chacham, a big, a big Rosh Hashiva, and I'm, you know, I'm not talking they, they dress that way, but a, who, a person you can see is a malach. You know, we should love such people. They bring bracha to the world. They bring bracha to all. I picked Ravad Yosef because I think about one person who affected millions of people in Israel. Millions. And I, and the Sephardic world in my lifetime completely flipped because of him. Right? There was, he, you know, and, and I can give other good things. I mean, they, of course you, you, you should ha- have this. I remember, I'm just telling you an amazing thing, a lesson I learned. It's not exactly this, but it's worth it to say over. And I'll, actually, I'll tell you who it was. Um, I remember once spoke to one of my rabbis, and it was many years ago about the Satmar Rebbe. Now, personally, I'm not Satmar. I don't agree with Satmar. You know, um, I've dealt with Satmar for many years. I have relatives who, through marriage, who, who were connected, to, very connected to Satmar. Um, but I remember I, speak to one, I was once speaking to uh, uh, one of my teachers, and I said to him, like, what do I do with someone like the Satmar Rebbe, the previous Satmar Rebbe, the, the first one, who was well-known as one of the greatest Torah scholars of the generation, where some of his things just don't make sense to me. I totally disagree. So he said to me the following thing. This is a tremendous... He said, said, you don't have to agree. And you don't even have to, obviously, follow something you don't believe in. But... Here's the but. If someone's much bigger than you, and I was, he's much bigger than me today, the Rebiel Satelabam, today, and, and certainly when I was 19 or 20 when I asked this question, you need to say the following thing to yourself. I don't know as much as this person, and he knows way more than me. And the fact is, you know, obviously there are greater, great people who disagree with him and didn't follow what he said at all. But you don't have that knowledge. So you can never say that you, you can never, if there was something in a positive eye. So we live in a world today, why am I speaking summer? Because summer is, a, is, a, is like a lightning rod in my eye. Because some people look at summer as anti-Zionistic or whatever. And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about anti, not, I'm not talking about anti-people who are, who are anti-non-religious people putting the status away. They're literally theologically cannot believe in a state. I mean, they, 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 even, if the, even if the Medina for summer would be, a, would be a bunch of Rosh Hashivas, they, they theologically wouldn't agree with it. Um, there are other, they have other days that are very insular, so, so we could look at Satmar, Rebbe, or, or some, you know, and say, oh, this is not for me, I disagree with it. But no one thing, 
if you see any Jew, whether they're Hasidic, Yeshivish, Datilumi, Sephardic, Ashkenazi, uh, Breslov, Chabad, uh, I'm not saying if they agree with them, but a Yid, you see a pious Jew davening. And perhaps they're more pious than you and I. We can't, we, only Hashem will truly know that. But you see somebody who's looking to live a, a Torah life, someone who's looking to do chesed, you should love that person. Even if we, I'm taking case, even if you don't even agree with them. <laughs> it's, it's always easier when you agree with somebody to love them. It's much easier, by the way. When you don't, and you love them because they're bringing a level of truth and chesed into the world, that's even a higher level. And unfortunately today, unfortunately we live in a world where even we have this Madrid, oh, okay, I'm going to, these persons are righteous too, I'm going to embrace them and I'm going to bring them. We typically will only do with people in our own camp. It takes a really big person to say, I love this person, even though I don't even totally agree with what they both say, because they bring Hashem into the world. They bring divinity into the world. They, they, they're living a higher life. And it could be we don't even fully agree with everything they're doing. <laughs> it doesn't always have to be the case. Um, I'm not saying a person is doing something wrong. There are, there are, there are certain things that are out of boundaries on, on the right and the left. Uh, but my point is, it doesn't, it, it's not about your beliefs or my beliefs. It's about seeing people who are going out of the world doing kindness, chesed, piety, holiness, hecharkait, into the world, we should, there's a chesed of Hashem, give these people a special treatment, and so should we. The last act of health, which we'll do tonight, is the, the 12th midah, and that's Hashem Nishpat Hashem deals with us as He swore to our Avosainu, to all of us, to our forefathers. Yesh B'nei Adam, there are some people, so we talked about the Bainim, like the Yaakov people, who, who, don't go beyond. They just do what they have to. And Hashem deals with them with MS. And real MS is a level of compassion. And it, that's how Hashem created the world today. The real MS. And so even though they think they're doing MS, Hashem is even more compassionate on them. And so should we. Then we mentioned Chesed Avram, People who are living a high life. They're thinking a higher life. They're not living an easy road. And we should give them even a higher level of appreciation and love and patience and respect and, uh, and look to help them. What, uh, what about people who are enam hagunim, who are acting improperly? Now, I'm not talking necessarily even about people who don't know better. <laughs> even they know better, right? They, they're knowledgeable. They understand that Lashon Hara, Shabbos, kosher, Treating people and they're not doing it, right? They're not following it. What about putting all them she'enam hagunim? You know, I've and I've ugh, remember once I was dealing with somebody and this person looked like a very religious Jew, but their demeanor, behavior, hanhagas were so uh, abysmal. <laughs> I had to think about this. I'm not joking uh, because it was just such a. First of all, besides first, I view the person as a chilasham to dress in a certain way and to act t- totally different. Um, besides that, which bothered me to no end, um, they're just, I hate to say it, disgusting in many ways. So how do you deal with a Jew like that? And, you know, how, do you, how do you deal with somebody who knows better and just doesn't do it? Um, 
There are people There are people but yet Hashem has mercy on all. the Talmud says in Brachas, that I that I shall favor this I favor. This is this, this. What is that talking about? The Gemara says in Brachas on that pasuk. I have even an oitzer, a treasure house of chain of. I hate this. I think the English word is grace. It's like the worst word in the world. I don't know what chain. Chain is an untranslatable. You can't translate chain. Chain means just stuff. I have to think about it. I have to think about it. But they translate as grace. I don't like it. It means it's 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 beyond that. I have a special a charm by grace. I, don't, I gotta think about. It. Um, the, uh, of, of for people sh- that I give they're not deserving it's a free gift these people don't deserve kindness, compassion at all they're undeserving why, so why didn't this Hashem give these individuals compassion and mercy says Hashem they have zuchus of us they have the merits of their forefathers. Right? I swore to Avram and Yitzhak and Yaakov that their children, I'm going to take care of their children. Right? Imagine the following thing. You have somebody you're very close to. Obviously, is you know different relationship. But you promise them, I'll watch over your children or grandchildren. It turns out this person's children or grandchildren. And you, pro- you had a close relationship and they were very well deserving of that promise. And this child or grandchild is a bum. Or she, you know, he or she. What are you going to do? Well, you promised the person. So you're going to do it not because the child or the grandchild. They're undeserving. But they're, they had a great grandfather who was, was deserving. And their merit. That's, that's the concept of zuchos of us. Right? And the merit of our forefathers. Right? We, 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 we dive in many times in the merit of our forefathers, in Zuchus of us, and in Shpati Avos, HaKadosh Baruch Hu swore to our, um, and to, to our Avos um, that, he would, that, he would, that he would take care, um, so one thing, He swore to all of us that he would take care of us, uh, even uh, if we're not hogging. Hashem gives us a special uh, place because of our avos. I'll deal with them until the rectified. This goes much deeper. He doesn't say this, but if he means this as well. Because of our avos, even if we are totally off base, our core, our neshamas, are connected to that. So Hashem will deal with us because not only because He swore to us, but because we have that potential as well. Well, Kachi Adam, what if you meet a Russia, a bona fide Russia, not a Jew who doesn't know better, not a Jew who grew up in a house where they never had an opportunity? I'm talking about whether it's Ben Adam Lavakom between a Jew and Hashem or Ben Adam Lachavero. There are certain people that grow up in totally dysfunctional homes. And they don't know how to treat people. They just don't know how to treat people. And there are other people who grew up in beautiful homes, who saw kindness, saw good things, saw Shabbos, 
saw kosher and they left it, or they or they didn't leave it, but they don't live it. <laughs> Some people, first I was mentioning before, did not leave it. They dress very religious, but they don't live it whatsoever. Their life is a total contradiction, and that's why I said the person was really chalashem. Well, whether they left it or they don't live it, they, there's different levels, there's different types of reshaim, potentially. Um, and what if you bump into these people, or you deal with these people, or God forbid, you're related to such people, <laughs> right? Right? Alias achser kenegdom. Don't, don't, don't be cruel to them, or you're far from kids. Now, I will point out, uh, and I know that I've seen that this form asked this question, the Rabbeinu Yoyinah, Rabbeinu Yoyinah in Shari Chur, the great Spanish Rishon, Rabbeinu Yoyinah in his Gates of Repentance, talks about Rashaim about publicly coming out against them and at times screaming against them. So it's like this. If there's a public reality where, where you need to make a stand, and that's actually the language of the Rebbeinu which means, and you've heard me to this past couple weeks, I am very bothered about going about Israel, about certain people, the Yair Lapids and the Victor Liebermans of the world, who are damaging, not them, just themselves, but they're damaging millions of Jews Irreparably damaging when they, when they, you know, when you're dealing with a whole country, you, you damage millions of Jews. By the way, the, you think about, and I'm not getting into the halachas of Roe v. Wade, but the Supreme Court right now is deliberating Roe v. Wade. Well, guess what? In the Supreme Court in 1972 or 73, like right now, passed Roe v. Wade. Since then, there have been tens of millions of abortions. 99% of them had nothing to do with saving a woman's life. They're purely, those abortions were purely contraceptive. So you have tens of millions, tens of millions of abortions, which most sources say it's manslaughter or even murder, okay? Murder, that's what my finds in language. It's murder. So who decided murder? Who legalized murder? Well, we all know that Rovio is five, four, Five, four. You don't have to go to law school to know that. It was a five-four decision. So those five justices who read the Constitution, I want you to read it one day when you're bored. You can read the Constitution and find me a constitutional right of abortion. I challenge anyone to do that because I did read the Constitution. I did go to law school. And I know what that case was decided about. It had nothing to do with the Constitution. It had everything to do with people's viewpoints. Well, they are responsible for tens of millions of abortions, with the vast, overwhelming majority having nothing to do with health and everything to do with lifestyle. That is the fact. Okay, um, we are our own Torah would certainly allow a woman whose life was in danger to be a mitzvah for her to have an abortion. This is, and by the way, in Israel, under certain circumstances, everyone would say it. Both in Israel, where there's abortion allowed, and I think last I saw, fifty something thousand kids a year are aborted in Israel. I'm not getting into abortion; it just happens to be in the news right now. Be an example. So you have people who 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 are in danger. So of course you have to publicly attack them. They're hurting people. But any time you're going against the Russia, it's not because you hate them. It's you're trying to block their damage. But the, our personal relationship. Is what the Ramak is saying. We don't. If it's nothing to do with you, don't. You don't hate 
the wicked, you hate their deeds. You don't, you don't, you're not trying, you're not trying, you're not walking around, you have to love every Jew. I mean, this is a little bit subtle, but that when Rabbi Yonah is talking about fighting with Shayim, which means if they're going to destroy you or your children or your children's children or not your children, they're going to hurt other people's children. Uh, 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 you know, the Chavetz Chaim, Chavetz Chaim used to curse one person. <laughs> Mom, it's just the same person who wrote the book on Lashon Hara. He said when he was 15 years old, there was a person, he was an orphan, as the Chavetz Chaim, there was a person who tried to get him to go off the derech. Okay? This person could destroy the Chavetz Chaim. He would, we would never have heard of the Chavetz Chaim. So, when, when he was making a point, you know, but in general, when you call, so to speak, someone who's wicked, the, the Hanhaga is Rachamim. Hashem has mercy on all people, right? And you know why he has mercy? Because Saif, 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 they are the children of Avraham, Yitzchak, uh, and Yaakov, right? They are the children of Avraham, uh, Yitzchak, uh, and Yaakov. Avasem kasher v'agunim v'amavaza habanu. If you attack the children, right, you're really attacking the fathers. Any ritzayni shizvazu avasem al yaday, right? Umechasa. Right? Rather, you should look at these people, even though they're acting improperly, and say, I else their fathers. Right? Where their fathers are, in their merit, I'm not going to attack them. It means we have Rachamin, mercy on the worst people in the world at a certain level. It doesn't mean you don't fight. Listen, if you meet um, Trotsky, I was just reading. Um, I was just reading something about the early communists in Russia talking about damage. The, the early communists in Russia, I uh, Mr. Sidorovsky is on this call, they not only, they not only damaged their generation, they stole Yiddishkeit from millions of Jews in the following decades. Right? The damage is to our day. Right? There are Jews all over the world, who knew nothing of the Yiddishkeit, whose great-great-grandparents were religious Jews living in Moscow or in villages around Russia and Ukraine, who were ripped away from the Yiddishkeit, were ripped away from Judaism. So if you're dealing with the Evetska or these people, of course you have to fight them. You know, let them destroy generations to come. But on a, on a, on a, simple, on a personal level, you have to rock them on them, because Hashem has Racham and everything, and we'll actually get to it next week, the ultimate Racham, and we're not enough time to do it. But even if not for them, for their parents. That's just a level that we'll talk about next week, even looking at the people themselves and people who seem to be unredeemable. So you have no Racham. Why should I have Racham on this person? You know, Chaim Salavechik, there was once a, a, a boy in his time, an early Russian communist. Chaim, of course, was a Rov. In Brisk, Brisk, Brisk Litvask was a, was a city, one of the great tourist centers of Lithuania. And Erev Yom Kippur, one of the Jewish communists who was not just didn't keep Shabbos, didn't keep Yom Kippur, Pesach, nothing, who was antagonizing, who was antagonizing against the Jewish 
Torah community in every way, form, and fashion. This communist kid, well, Reb Chaim lived, he died in 1917, okay? As you all know, the Russian Revolution happened shortly after that. So Reb Chaim was before him. And guess who would come against a Jewish communist? Bizarre. This kid got caught, and they were going to execute him. Reb Chaim spent all of Erev Yom Kippur and Yom Kippur trying to save this kid. People ask Reb Chaim, what are you trying to save this kid? What are you doing? He says, still Rachamim, even on this kid, who is in danger. If it's not a question of fighting the ideology, so again, this is, so what, what, are, what am I trying to, to, we should all learn? We're not dealing with, I don't, to my knowledge, none of you, uh, are dealing with communists or, or on the macro level of people who are out to destroy Judaism. There are very few Jews today who knowledgeably come against Torah. But I have heard very often of people who, in our own mind, they're not righteous and they're not good people. And quite frankly, you know, even if somebody is a Russia in our own mind, they know better, they don't do it, they're not caring. A Yid has Rachamim, has mercy, has compassion on all Jews at all times. Right? And anything which is not germane or gea to protecting Kalal Yisrael or you or your family's religiosity, right? we still deal with all people at all times, so all Jews at all times, with a little Rachamim. Next week, we'll talk about the ultimate Rachamim, not just in the person's uh, parents or ancestors, and that's what happens if there's a generation where there's no Zuchus of us? There's no matter that how we would deal with that. That will pick up next week, and I'll actually finish this part of a safer term. Okay, thank you.